Welcome to the Empowered You Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Espino, a former licensed social worker turned spiritual empowerment coach and transformational speaker. And I am on a mission to help you rediscover who you truly are on a soul level so you can create the life you truly desire and make the impact that only you were born to make. This unfiltered podcast is your weekly Espino Espresso shot of empowerment, information, strategies, incredible guests, fun, and so much more all geared towards helping you believe with pure conviction that you are more than enough and have the power and abilities within you to make your dreams and desires a reality. Because let me tell you, Sunshine, the world needs you. Now let's get this party started. Welcome back, Sunshine, to another episode of the Empowered You Podcast. What is going on? What is up? How are you? I'm so happy that you're here. Yes, yes. Woot, woot. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't know why I always like to do some type of little jingle. I don't know if that would be considered a jingle, but whatever. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So happy you're here. And first, before we go into our amazing guests, I just want you to know that you are not alone in this journey, because I know a lot of you all, and especially myself, we all have been expanding and transforming and up-leveling. And with that, I always tell everyone that transformation, it sounds sexy, right? Like, Ooh, I'm transforming. I'm expanding. Yes. But the actual act of transforming and expanding is not cute. It can be very, very heavy. It forces you to self-reflect. It forces you to put a mirror right in front of your face and look within and really, really dig deep within yourself. It forces you to look at traumas and really evolve and grow and end certain relationships and release what no longer serves you. And it incorporates endings and changes and deaths. And it's really, really heavy. And it may feel like the the floor underneath you is getting ripped in front of you, like ripped away in front of you. And it may feel like you're going backwards a couple steps. But let me tell you, it is all a part of the transformation process. It's helping you release the energy that is not serving you. And it's helping you become wiser and stronger and more resilient and helping you step into your next chapter, your more authentic self with more power. So please hold on tight, have faith, trust the process, know that the universe will not give you anything you can't handle and that you've been through 100% of your worst days. You are powerful. You are powerful beyond measure. You are innately divine. You have the strength of the universe within you. You've overcome 100% of your worst days. Like I can't stress that enough. You are adaptable. You are capable. You are resilient by nature, just by you being you, you are resilient. You are innately powerful. So hold on tight, have faith, trust the journey, seek help if you need to If you're feeling the call, don't allow your pride or ego to get the best out of you. Ask and receive ask and be open for help, whether it's professional help, whether it's energetic help, whether it's whatever, the podcast, whatever, reach out to your girl, whatever you need, but just don't stop. Keep on keeping on because the world needs you. Okay, sunshine. And I'm talking to you. Okay. All right. I love you. Okay. So real quick, before we get into our guest today, I just want you to know that this episode is sponsored by my upcoming inner child healing masterclass that is going up on September 23rd at 8 PM Eastern standard time on zoom. And this masterclass is going to be amazing. 
It's for the person who is really just feeling called to inner child healing work for the person that may be aware that 95% of their reality comes from the conditioning of their subconscious mind, which they downloaded between the ages of zero to seven. So they pretty much know that whatever they experienced as a child, whether they quote unquote had a great childhood or, or a traumatic one, there is still things that are affecting their current day reality that stems from childhood that they can benefit from healing. It's for the person that just knows that the time is now to go all in for their healing and their growth and their craving a safe and powerful space and community. And they just know the time is now to start working on their inner child, then this masterclass is for you. You'll learn everything you need to know about your inner child, why it's so important. You'll learn the common indicators that show you that inner child healing is needed. You'll learn five or more tools you can start implementing immediately to connect with your inner child and help him or her heal. I'm also going to share with you the phrases that every inner child needs to hear and receive in order to heal, as well as I'm going to do a facilitate a group live guided meditation where you get to connect with your inner child and uncover what he or she may need. It's going to be super powerful. And if you can't make the Zoom call, you'll get an email of the replay. Well, everyone will get an email of the replay anyway, and it'll be just as powerful. Powerful. So definitely check it out. It's in the show notes. It's only $22.22. This was a complete like divine download that came through because I have this awesome inner child package that I offer, but you know, it is more of an investment. So this is just perfect for the person that has just like been feeling called to my package or just been feeling called to inner child healing work. This will definitely like boost you and help you heal on a deep level. And it's life changing and it's super affordable. And I made it super affordable. So everyone who is feeling the call can participate. So that is my little spiel from the beginning. Now on to our awesome, amazing, incredible guests. So let's welcome Sarah Larson to the show. She's absolutely incredible. She's a spiritual mindset and life coach who loves to empower her clients and basically anyone she comes in contact with to help them rediscover themselves on a soulful level. She is absolutely amazing. And what I love about Sarah is that literally two weeks ago, I was triggered. I was triggered AF. I had a, um, a financial trigger that came up for me and scarcity was coming up like really big for me. And I started feeling how I felt like last year with this financial rock bottom that I had. And I meditated and then I went into the shower and I literally prayed on with every energy I can think of. I prayed to God. I prayed to my angels. I prayed to my spirit team. I prayed to Lord Ganesh. I literally prayed to any energy and I come out of the shower and my girl, Sarah, she reaches out to me. She's like, Hey girl, I just got, um, into this emotion, this healing modality called emotion code. Like, I really would love to jump on a call with you and I would love your feedback and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Oh my God, this was such a divine intervention. And I got on the call with her and it was absolutely mind blowing. It was amazing. It was enlightening. It was empowering. It was healing. It was uplifting. It was absolutely incredible. And it's because Sarah is so freaking amazing. She holds such a powerful space. Space. <laughs> I can't even talk. I'm so excited. She is a psych she's psychic AF. She's super intuitive, super connected. Her intentions are so pure. She has such magnetic energy and high vibrational energy. And it's like her mission, you can feel that it's from her heart. You can feel that she's doing what she's meant to do in this world. And her soul is just so beautiful. And I'm so honored and I'm so grateful to have connected with her. And I'm so honored to have her on the podcast. And this was totally impromptu. I literally had the download to interview her on Friday, yesterday, which was September 13th. And I 
I reached out to her and I'm like, I know this is super short notice. I mean, she has her own business. She has a family. She has kids. Like she has a lot going on. And she's like, nope, I'm free and it's meant to be. And all the lines, like all the, the stars connected and we're aligned. And she, we jumped on a call literally two hours later. So she's so amazing. She's going to be teaching you all about releasing trapped emotions and she's going to show you emotion code and she uses me as an illustration and it's super dope. And I'm actually also putting this podcast on YouTube. So if you want to physically see it, definitely check the show notes to uh, look at the video. Okay, guys. So that is my spiel. You're going to love Sarah and I'm so excited for you to connect with her. So with that said, let's get this party started in five, four, three, Two, one. Welcome back, Sunshine, to another episode of the Empowered You podcast. I am so excited for today's guest, which honestly, we just literally made this happen like two or three hours ago. I'm so grateful. It was it's such a divine intervention. We were totally meant to connect, and I cannot even tell you how freaking excited I am for you to learn everything about this woman and what she does. She's absolutely amazing. Like I mentioned in the intro. So with that said, welcome Sarah Larson. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here. It's, um, it's definitely an honor. Thank you, Cal. Oh my God, babe. Can we just real quick talk about when we first connected on Facebook, you messaged me and you were like, girl, I just have a feeling like we're going to work together. Like we're going to collaborate. There's something there. Remember? Oh, it was, and it's still like, I, I still feel there's more, but there was, there was this huge connection. Um, and, and I'll tell you a little bit about me. I was diving in trying to find my spirituality, find out where I was going and your page popped up. I was like, positive vibes. That's what I need. And I went through multiple pages and yours just clicked. And ever since like following your stuff, you pulled out a lot of me and, and we connected. And I was like, Hey, this is kind of weird, but, and, and throughout the entire thing, you're like, it's not weird. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I loved every second of it. And I did. I had this strong feeling that we would connect and we did. And, and I think we've not only connected on a spiritual level, but a friendship level. And it's, it's truly been amazing to watch it unfold. Oh my God, girl. Totally. A hundred percent. Like, and it's only building and getting stronger. And like, I was yeah. in the, I was in the shower today actually. And I'm like, Oh my God, it'd be so cool to do a retreat with Sarah and blah, blah. blah. And my mind just started going. So thank you so much for being here. So first and foremost, can you share with the listeners what you do like right now? Yeah. So I am a spiritual mindset and life coach. Um, I help people get out of their funk. People let go of their emotional baggage. Um, people let go of the the way of, way of thinking that limits them in their day-to-day life. I was just telling you a second ago, change your mind, change your life. And mm. so that's what I let people do. And, and I've dove into a lot of things. Um, right now, it's releasing its trapped emotions. And it's been a game changer for me. It's been a game changer for a lot of my clients. And, and you can be testimony of that. Um, and I, I love it. So that's, that's what I'm doing. Just help people get out of their phone, get where they need to be and just release the things that we, we can do all the inner healing and all the work, but there's still something that we don't realize that's there. And it's releasing these things that, that are on a deeper level. Mm, babe, so powerful. And I love when you said, change your mind, change your life. Like that needs to be on a shirt. That needs to be on a mug that like a hundred percent. I can't, Ugh, that's amazing. But before we even go into like emotional code and I mean, I know you're certified and all this and that, can you like kind of give us a little bit of a picture of your story, kind of like how you've gotten here? Yeah. So my story, and, and it's so funny you say that I, I did a post yesterday about everyone has a story. Um, you can choose to inspire, you can choose to completely destroy. And so my story, I hope it inspires. I, um, 
I came from not a great background. You know, it wasn't bad. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't the best. And so I had a choice to either let it get me down and bring it back up. And for a while it did, it brought me down. Um, when I had my son about three, he was three, three years ago, a little over three years ago. Um, I found myself just very angry, very in this funk. And I couldn't figure out why I went to counseling. I, you know, inner child things that I needed to heal. I started to try to heal them through counseling, but I still was missing something. So of course I thought financial, I thought business. So I dove into what I knew best being um, background in physical therapy is health and fitness. I wanted to start a business to help people feel good because in my time of need, that's what I turned to. I turned to my physical aspect. I went to exercising, losing the baby weight, doing these things. Maybe that would get me, get me good. So I did that. Um, I always felt this calling to start a business and, and I did. So I finally forked up the money and got a, a coach. And I happened to be one of my amazing friends and she helped me do all the business plans, do everything I needed. And through the entire thing, my spirituality started coming out more. And, and the whole concept behind my business was mind, body, and soul. That if you want to fix the outside, we have to fix the inside. But again, my whole business was transforming the outside, right? It was, it was losing weight, diet, nutrition, things like that. So when I was ready to launch, it was about a week. She's like, you ready? I'm like, no. She's like, what's wrong? And we just kind of talked and dove into it. And I was like, there's a different, there's a different calling. I feel something. And she's like, I've been waiting. This is it. And so we dove into it more and my spirituality came out. And that is what it, it was. I have transformed into this person of seeing life in a new light, um, to being able to see the negative and bring it to a positive manner and not let it affect my life and not let it bring me down and realizing that I'm in control of everything. And once I started doing that is when I really transformed my business into what it is now. And it's wake up, wake up from all the crap, wake up from all of the day-to-day stuff that just brings you down, the anxiety, the stress, the fears, and then realizing some of it's not even yours. So why are we owning it? And so that's where my business started. My spirituality began um, to where it is now. And it's just completely unfolded more and more every day. It's been over a year and I can't, you know, I can't turn back. There's no turning back the thinking. There's no turning back um, who I am. And it's just looking back at the little pieces and the nuggets that have, were in my life from even childhood mm-hmm. of, to be who I am now. It's unbelievable. It's like, holy cow, there is a greater power. And here it is. So that's where I've come from. And that's where I've turned into. And it's just, it's been a wild and fun journey. And I couldn't, I couldn't um, ask for better. Dude, I love that. And it's so true. That's exactly what happened with me. Well, I actually launched my business, but then for like literally 11 months, I made no money. And it was because I needed spirituality and I didn't even know spirituality could be a thing. Like I didn't even know you could be a spiritual entrepreneur. And, but have you found that I know for me personally, like when I went into spirituality, it was like your healing is accelerated like times a hundred. Like it's the awareness, the growth, the like the the gifts, the intuitive gifts, did it, that happen to you or like, was it slowly unfolded or like, um, I just got the goosebumps. Um, at first it was very slow. I'm going to be honest. At first it was like noticing little things like, oh my gosh, there's a beautiful, like, um, trees and orchid. And and, like, there's just all these different things that I would see on my drive every day and not even notice that they were there. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was just like different things that I was noticing in life. And then the intuition of like going with my gut, like starting to trust my intuition and trust my gut again, slowly, 
But as I started to allow myself to open um, and to really, you know, heal myself, the gifts just started getting crazy powerful. Like it was like accelerated. I um, dove into to Reiki. Um, I'm a level two Reiki healer. Um, and so once I started doing that, again, intuition has been crazy. Um, the healing, just physical, like I can feel it um, in my hands when I do Reiki. Like it's just, wow. it's, a, it's amazing. So yes, it did. It was completely like slow building, building. And I think that was uh, something that I needed was to start telling myself like, this is going to be something. And I still, I'm going to tell you, Kelly, and I tell my coach this all the time. I still have that feeling and I hear it when I, when I meditate of slow, slow and steady because there's things that you have that you're not able to tolerate right now. And I'm like, oh, what's to come? Because this mm. has been really fun now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just, I think everybody's spiritual journey is different. Um, mine started slow, just starting to kind of pick up pace now. And um, I'm kind of Kind of excited for what it's going to come. Yeah, dude. Like I, I'm testament to your, your psychic AF. And I don't even say that. I don't even say <laughs> AF, but you really are super, super connected. So with this like transition, I like, how did everyone around you react? Like your husband, your family, your friends, were they supportive? Were they like, oh my God, you're going crazy. Like how did that and there's starting mixed, your own business. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's mixed reviews. It's, it's kind of, you know, they want to support because they love me, but it's mm -hmm. like, they're still, I always call it doubting Thomas. You know, there there's doubt, there's fears because we're not trained. We're not. And I say trained because society has trained us to believe these things, to see these things, to mm -hmm. act a certain way. And so they're not trained to see that there is a higher power, that there is healing, that we can heal ourselves and others. Um, and so there is a lot of doubt, but at the same time, there is a lot of support. And so I, what I have to do is really sit back and know what their greatest intentions are because I was them. Mm -hmm. I didn't believe, I didn't think if somebody would have came to me and said, let me do a Reiki session on you. I can help you heal the pains, the, the aches and, you know, um, nervousness, anxiety. I can help you release that and you'll feel so much better. I would have looked at them like, yeah, right. Get out of here. But being able to tap into that and know this world now, I can't, again, I can't look back. And, and so I have to give them love and accept their, their um, support in their manner and, and just kind of push forward from there because if not, I'm going to push them away. And how did you shift that? Because I feel a lot of our listeners can relate to that. Maybe they want to be an artist. Maybe they want to do something or whatever. And then they have people all around them kind of telling them, oh, well, be more realistic or you can't really follow your passions and make money or whatever. Like what advice do you have for them? My advice, and I, I, again, I will give this to everybody and anybody. And I tell myself this every day. You know what you want to be. You know who you are. You can feel it in your bones. You can feel it when you wake up. You have that desire and your passion. And that is your God-given gift. That is who God has made you this purpose. And whether it is a full-time business or a part-time business, whatever it does, it gives you fulfillment. That is what you have and you know. And so since you know that, the only people that can define you and, and know who you are and where you're going to be in life is you and God. And so these people with their judgments or their disbeliefs, you have to realize that it's their own insecurities that are telling them to say this, right? And so you can either absorb their insecurities or you can send them love and, and, and compassion and let them know that you're going to do your best and you're going to try and, and you support them mm -hmm. in every aspect. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's the biggest thing that I can do because it, it was hard. 
I wanted to prove to everybody and I want to push my stuff on them. And like, you have to believe me. What do you mean? That you, I mean, this is proof. Look at me. I'm a different person. Um, and they're just like, yeah, I don't, I don't believe you. And so I, I finally got to the point. It's like, you don't have to, because I don't need your approval. You don't need anybody's approval, but yours and God's. And people may say that's putting your head in the sand. And, and guess what? It may be. It may be. Um, Abraham Hicks said the same thing. She's like, people may think that you live on this fluffy pillow and you may put your head in the sand and think this. But you know, in reality is, if you absorb these people's, um, these thoughts and their judgments, what does your life look like with that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your life looks like exactly what they're telling you. Anxiety, doubt, fear. And then what does your business do? It fails. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. You ask all these successful people who do the, who run, you know, multi-million dollar companies, they don't listen to the outside world. They do what they have. They're on this path, right? Mm-hmm. So I love that. It's so true, babe. I'm, I'm the biggest believer in that. Like they're projecting their own, they put themselves in your shoes and they feel like they couldn't handle it. So because they care, like I always try to go back to like, okay, it's coming from a good place. Like they actually care about me or they love me and they want to protect me. So they're going to project their own fears and anxieties onto me. But like for me personally, I knew the ones that did support me, like my sister and my cousin and all the, like I stick with them, you know, my best friend and I, and that's what's up. And then the people that didn't just boundaries, like I just didn't talk about it. I'm just like, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to engage. Like this is my, this is the line in the sand and I'm not, that's where I'm at. And I, I love, I love that you said that because it's, Finding your tribe and finding that that tribe is who is going to support you. And again, you don't have to find these other people to, to explain them to yourself, to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and healthy boundaries. You're exactly right. You can have a relationship with your parents without having to tell them everything about your life mm-hmm. because they don't support it. And it's not that they don't support you. It's that their mind doesn't focus and, and go that route, right? Mm-hmm. So finding your healthy tribe and, and healthy boundaries with people, absolutely. I love that, baby. And also for anyone listening that may be like, I'm an introvert, I'm a loner, like blah, blah, blah. I'm telling you guys, go on social media, go on meetup.com, go on Facebook. There are communities out there that are, will support you, that will honor your gifts, will help you with your passions. Like there's that, that element of community is so powerful. And there's tons and tons and tons of research that have shown that community it like that that sense of it's just so powerful it's so uplifting it's so healing like wouldn't you agree absolutely 100% look at our connection I mean we we are testimony of that I mean I was lost and and my coach was like there's people out there go and I was hesitant I was like these people are gonna think I'm crazy this isn't out there no there's hundreds Mm -hmm. hundreds just on Facebook alone Mm -hmm. there's hundreds of groups I have a group inspired by Kelly's group to inspire my, my people, you know, Kelly, I'm still part of her group that inspires me every day. I look for her messages every morning. And so, yes, that you find that. And I, I will encourage you to do this because if I weren't, was not, and, and let myself sheltered, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm, <laughs> we would mm-hmm. not be having this conversation because that is my tribe. I mean, there's so many people that I've met through, um, your site through positive vibes only. Mm-hmm. And, and that is, Again, it's amazing. Yeah, it's so powerful. So what I, I want to go back to your story and talk about, okay, so what, how, what was the call to physical therapy? And then how, what was the call to Reiki? Like, I'd like to know the psychology and like what you felt for people yeah. that wherever they are in the journey, like to keep trusting the process, keep following the breadcrumbs. So ultimately I want to know about how you got into physical therapy, how you got into Reiki, and then the emotional code, and then we'll go into that. 
Yeah, absolutely. So my entire life, you know, some people are like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have no idea. I mean, from the, the time I was little, I'm something in sports, physical therapy. I knew it. Like you can ask me when I was little, I was like, I want to do physical therapy. And that stemmed from, I was an athlete. I played softball for 10 plus years, competitive. Um, and I just loved, I loved the trainers. I love physical therapy. I love the aspects of being able to give back that, sorry, to be able to okay. give back that, um, to that community and to be able to help heal and to get that person back to their highest level. Um, because that was such a big part of me. That was my outlet in my, in my childhood was sports. And so being able to allow that to completely, um, shape who I was because of the sports level, um, physical therapy just turned into another thing. Like I could connect more. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and did you feel passionate to it? Like in the moment or yeah. Like I, I just was always interested. Like our physical therapist would always come to to our games. We had um, a therapist at at the team on the team, and um, she would come in and everything that she would do from healing. I say healing, helping with um, strains, bruises, anything. Like it was just interesting to me. It was like she can touch the body. She knew what was wrong, and it's like bam, I'm fixed. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just very interesting. And I really felt the call. Um, I was in college and I was still kinesiology, um, which is the pre, um, prereqs for going to PT school. And so my sister, I'm trying to think if I was, anyway, freshman, sophomore year in college. Mm-hmm. And my sister, um, who is, I, I worship her. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy, but I do. She raised me. She's my, she's my godsend. And um, she was in a really bad car accident. And this was like my like push, like this is this is who you're gonna be and this is where you're gonna be. And and again, thinking about this round, this is my breadcrumbs, right? My sister was in such a bad car accident that we didn't know if she was gonna live. And um with that, we didn't know if she was gonna walk, if she even did live and, and if she was gonna talk. And I mean it was such a bad accident. So she comes out of it, um, this coma for almost two weeks, didn't know who she was, um, broke both of her legs, pins, rod screws, all these things. So we had to like battle back and, and watching this and watching the therapy team tell her and tell us like, she may not walk again. She may be in a wheelchair. Um, she had high, you know, sp- sp- cervical sprain. So high neck sprain or not sprains, breaks. Her, her legs were shattered. Again, all these things. And so she walked into physical therapy, not walked, rolled into physical therapy her first day for outpatient after leaving the hospital. And her therapist looked at her and said, what is your goals? Because that's what we do. We ask our patients, okay, what is your goals? Like we know what the doctor tells us, but what is your goal? Like, what do you want to do? This is your life. And she says, I want to walk. And the therapist looks at her and said, you're going to run. And she's like, I just want to walk. (laughs) Like, Let's like get ahead of herself. He's like, no, you're going to run. And so she started, she um, had a really hard, hard journey, but a few months into it, she was walking with a walking boot. Wow. Um, she was walking on crutches prior to that. Um, and now if you see her and you walk, you know, she walks into the room, she's, you would never know that anything ever happened to her unless you wow. look close and she's got the scars to show it. But that right there, when she told me, her therapist said, you're going to run. And he had the ability to help her and to get her back where she needed to be. I was like, this is where I'm supposed to be. I am supposed to help give people their life back. Wow. Hearing that out loud is the biggest crumb because I then moved into physical therapy and I did. I give people their life back, allowing them to move, allowing them to get back to their day-to-day and, and things that we take for granted, feeding ourselves, going to the bathroom, 
getting in and out of the car. Simple things that we don't understand and, and take for granted for. So I'm able to do that. And so once I started diving into that, I still kind of saw um, on, a, on a personal level as well as them that there's still kind of something stuck. Once you get the physical back, some people would hit that plateau and everything's great. Everything's fine. Tests come back. But they hit that plateau. So I started diving a little deeper into, I'm a healer. I love to heal. I love to help people give back. So what, is, what am I missing? And this was at the time of being into my spiritual world. Um, and so Reiki just kept popping up everywhere. I'm like, what is Reiki? Like I even had someone when I first started my business, like, are you a Reiki healer? I'm like, hmm, no, but that's interesting. What is Reiki? Mm-hmm. So I started diving into Reiki. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. And again, started in my world everywhere to the point where I was like, okay, I'm going to start this program. I did it. And then my coach came to me, did a card reading. And she's like, you're a healer. You're a healer. You have been chosen to do physical therapy in, in this world, in the outer ego world, because on the inner side, you're a healer. I encourage you to tap into Reiki. And I was like, well, I'm already started like three weeks in to level one. Wow. And she's like, okay. And so once I started into Reiki, things just started happening again. And I'm like, okay, I'm helping people on this side. And I watched this um, video. Um, it was a documentary on emotions. It's called Emotion. And Dr. Br- um, Bradley was on there, Bradley Nelson, and he's the emotion code. And again, out of nowhere, after this whole Reiki thing, I've watched this emotion code uh, months, way months, three, four months before this, that emotion code started popping in my head. I'm like, why is this coming up now? Like he, he didn't go into much on the, on the, the documentary. And it started going and coming. I was like, okay, we're going to tap into this. So I got the book, started doing it, started practicing myself, practicing on others. And here we are. So I just knew deep down inside that this is where I was, I'm I'm being guided and those crumbs are set upon my path and I just needed to pick them up. Wow, babe. Okay, hold on. Let's dissect this because it's so powerful. So when you say like for the Reiki, you were like, it's just everywhere, everywhere. Can you give us examples? Like what, do they come in as that thoughts, ads, people? Everything, everything. I mean, it first started with a client. Literally, she booked a um, Discover You discovery call with me and she's talking to me how she needs all this. She's like, you know, honestly, I I see all these things. I just... For something, it, it called to me that, you know, you're a Reiki healer. Are you a Reiki healer? I'm really looking for Reiki. And I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> like, but wow. again, I'm really interested now. Um, she's like, yeah, I'm really looking for this Reiki and, and I can't find anybody around. Um, I was like, okay. So that was the, the, the first. And then it started again, like popping in my head and then ads. Mm-hmm. Ads were coming. Um, and then I started running into some people like clients. Ooh. Started running into some like clients and they're like, yeah, I have this Reiki. And I was like, there goes that Reiki again. Yeah. Um, and it just, it just got so powerful. I was like, Sarah, tap into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stop, stop. Just get, you're getting signs. And that is a big, Kelly, that has been a huge thing. And I cannot express to you how much it's been a huge thing of signs for me. Yep. Like if it keeps coming in my head, I'm like, oh, that's before, but now it's like, okay, there's something like somebody is telling you, God's telling you, universe is telling you tap in, tap mm-hmm. in. Um, oh, I'm so happy you're saying this hour because I'm a such like for so long on my spiritual journey, because my third eye was blocked. 
I couldn't see things like in the guided meditations or whatever. So I didn't know that like my thoughts, not all of them, obviously, but the, the, like the divine inspiration thoughts were not, were actually from, you know, my higher self or my guides or whatever. And for so long, I was so frustrated in my spiritual growth. And I recognized that my strongest clairs are like hearing like thoughts, clair auditory or yeah. whatever. And like that feeling and the knowing. So I love that you're honoring all of that and that you're really trusting that and how the universe, everyone needs to hear that with the signs. Like the universe is always communicating to all of us, not just Absolutely. Sarah, like all of us. Absolutely. Like what you did, your job was you were open, you were receptive and you were curious. You're like, Hmm. Let me dig into this a little more. Hmm. Let me, that's huge. So, well, and, and this is what you have to realize. And again, change your mind, change your life, right? Yes. So be open, be open to it because what's the worst that could happen for me to dig into it? I don't like it. Exactly. I don't do it. I don't sign up for it. Okay, cool. Not, not, a, you know, support those people who do it, right? Maybe that was what the calling was, was support the people that do it or whatever it is. You have these thoughts, you have these, these things come into your life for a reason. And that is what I preach. And I, and I can't say it is things in your life happen for a reason. They can be bad. They can be good. But even if they're bad, there's a reason. There's a lesson. There's something that comes out of it. And so that is, again, going back to training. Society does not train you because we're trained. <laughs> I yep. hate saying that, but it it's is. So true. It's conditioned. It's de- it is. It's deconditioning yourself from having these same patterns and these same things that, that society puts into us. And it's being open and being open-minded to whatever is approached and ever sent your way. And again, I was, I was so closed off to it. Even with meditating, I'm like, I can see a lot of stuff. My third eye is like really crazy open and I didn't realize how bad it was. Not bad, but good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, I was like, this is just imagination. This is nuts. Like, I'm crazy. Whatever. I'm just a quack. And that's what I would literally tell myself until I finally had to open like, this is what you're thinking because this is what you're conditioned to think. Yep. And I yep. even tell, I tell my clients now when I reintroduce or introduce something to them, you may think a quack. And if I start quacking like a duck, that's okay. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, and I just tell them that as a joke because, you know, you, you really start thinking that again, because on this journey, you feel alone, but you're not alone. Yep. You're not alone. The things that happen and enter in your life or for a reason. Oh, yes, queen. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> I love it. I was going to say something, but then it totally slipped my mind balls. All right. So, okay. It's so my mind balls. Um, but anyway, so the emotion code, it kept coming into your mind. You saw a documentary yeah. and you kept re- like thinking about it and then you got the book and then, okay, tell us like, what is emotion code? Like, can you explain? Whew, this is some crazy stuff. So Let's go with emotions. So emotions are what you feel, sadness, happiness, joy, overjoy, uh, anxiety, depression. There's so many things. I mean, the list goes on. There's um, Dr. Bradley came up with 60 something codes that you can go on this code. So what this says and what it does is it goes in and and let me tell you how it was discovered first of all. So Dr. Bradley is a... um, chiropractor was a chiropractor. And so when he was doing his works and manipulating the body and manipulating the tissue, he found that throughout his practice that he was having many clients um, release these emotions out of nowhere, like Mm -hmm. have this emotional so-called breakdown. 
And so he became curious and he was very spiritual as well. Really good, really big in his spiritual life. His wife as well, they worked together and they, they started like kind of diving in and he said, he prayed, he asked for guidance and this came to him. God came to him and said, you have the ability to create this for the world to know, to be able to tap into your emotions. And he's like, okay. So they started doing this, they tapping in. And what they found was by, with our emotions, every emotional experience we have, we have some sort of reaction to them. If it's a reaction that is a negative reaction, we can suppress those negative emotions if they're not dealt with properly, they're not released properly, they get embedded into our body, our physical being, right? Mm -hmm. And so over time, this emotion or emotions, however many they are, get embedded in your physical body. When that happens, you can have another experience that is very similar and that emotion occurs and it builds up and builds up and builds up and builds up. So you can start in your you know, young age of having some emotion that happened to you and it, it, it locks into your hip. You start walking, you're exercising, you're doing these things and every now and then your hip bothers you out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And then that hip pain just disappears. And you're like, what just happened? I couldn't walk two days ago. And now it's just gone. Mm -hmm. But most of us don't relate physical pain to emotions. So at that point, if you sit back and you're like, I was really anxious. I was really upset. I was really this at that point. That could have been a trigger, right? So over time, as you get older, you may develop arthritis. You may develop um, complete hip dysfunction or hip pain, you go to the doctors and let's, let's take arthritis out of it because they can detect that. You go to the doctors, you have this hip pain and you're like, I have arthritis. They do all these tests. They do everything. Like, you don't have arthritis. You're fine. They send you to physical therapy. You do your physical therapy. You go home. I still have this darn pain. Well, what the emotion code goes into is taking that emotion that has been trapped for so long and releasing it. So what you do is you tap into your subconscious level through manual muscle testing. Um, in physical therapy, we do this all the time. You test the strength and, and there's different ways and different techniques. And so to me, I felt very comfortable. Again, there comes, this is why it's so powerful to me. It very, felt very comfortable doing the manual testing because I've done it for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and manual testing is muscle testing, right? It's like <laughs> AKA muscle testing. Yeah. So manual muscle testing, they call it MMT. Um, and so with physical therapy, occupational therapy, you can test any, any muscle depending on where, the, where it's at and how it's, what movement it makes is how you test it. So he created this manual testing and there's multiple different ways you can test yourself. You can test um, someone else, you know, when you're in person, they're, they're, I mean, different ways. There's like five or six different ways you can do it. And so you go in, you ask permission and you have to ask permission from that person because if not, when you tap into someone, just like Reiki, you tap into someone's subconscious level without, you're going to get either distorted answers or it's like a violation, Mm -hmm. right? You're violating somebody's privacy. Mm -hmm. So you ask permission, you tap in, you do these things um, and you ask, you can either ask, you know, is there emotion trapped in this pain? Um, Is there emotion? And it doesn't even have to be pain um, in the sense of like muscular. It could be, in any of your organs, your heart, your liver, your kidneys. So it can be trapped in any part of your body. Um, and, and for no particular rhyme or reason, like, you know, anger doesn't have to be particularly, you know, for that, you know, whatever chakra it goes, it doesn't have to be there. It can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so over time with these emotions, you know, what he discovered is with these emotions, it can distort, either exacerbate your pain, make it worse, or start distorting the cells within your body. And, and he has 
had so many testimonies and so many things that he has done um, with illnesses and, and help them. And, and he, he says, and, and we disclaimers of, we can't cure cancer, but we can definitely help along that way, releasing with the process. Um, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so he doesn't take, take place of a, a physician, but definitely helps. Okay, damn, this is huge. First, I have a couple things. I love how your how all the breadcrumbs, everything lines up. Like how you how comfortable you are in muscle testing because of your physical therapy experience. Like it just all connects. How you are a healer, and this is just another healing modality, a part of your tools. Like it all connects. It's so amazing. And I know we're gonna do like you're gonna walk me through one, so the listeners and the people watching on YouTube can see it. But before we get into that, can you share just some? personal testimonials or some things you've noticed from your clients or anything like that, that you can share so that the people listening can really be like, wow, this is so huge. Like I need to delve into this further. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I will tell you personally. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Before we talk about a testimonial, can you talk about if there are like any indicators for someone to know, like, oh, maybe I should do some emotion code. Mm -hmm. Like, is there anything or is it so different for everyone? You know, I'm big into the calling, like if you feel, but here's the deal. Everyone has trapped emotions because we all have our life experiences. We all have these feelings of been so hurt that we guard or we don't deal with it. Unless you're really freaking good about dealing with your emotions and putting everything out there and like you're just happy-go-lucky person which is not true unless you really do some inner healing, right? We all know <laughs> yeah, that. It's, yeah, it's um, you, you really have to do the inner healing. So unless you're doing inner healing work, um, no, anybody and everybody has trapped emotions. And, and once you release those trapped emotions, this is something that you have to continuously do because you're constantly going to be dealing with, um, with different things in your life and you're going to feel negative. You're going to feel these things, but it's working on it. And, and what if one day you just have that day that you just can't work on it? You're going to have a trapped emotion eventually. Mm-hmm. So it's something that you can constantly work on and ask, like, is there a trapped emotion ready to be released? Is there a trapped emotion that's here? And you can work on that to make you know, make sure that it's not there. Um, and babe, as a preventative, like before we go into it, cause I know you said if we don't release that emotion properly, then it gets stuck with us, which is, yeah. to- I, I totally get that. But do you have any tools of how someone can uh, like release properly, you know? Yes. So, and, and this is a lot of work and, and I'm not going to lie. I mean, it's, it's work and this is diving into, when I say a lot of work, it's, it's, it's inner work. And so what it is when you have an emotion, and this this is this is what I do in my business, and and Kel, I think this is what you do as well. When you when you have something that comes into your life, anxiety, stress, um, doubt, depression, something like that. If you have an, a situation or a person that enters your life, and you feel this way, right? You have the ability to attach that emotion and hold on to it. So you can hold on to that anger for that person that just told you that your business sucks and you're never going to do anything and you're just terrible. You have the ability to hold on to that anger and be angry. You have the ability to take that anger and let it affect you three hours from now, four days from now, six months from now. So if you allow that, every time you see that person, every time you hear in your head, your business sucks, you're never going to do anything, you're just terrible, that anger comes back up. That's trapped emotion. That's something that you haven't released. That's something that you've held on to. And to be able to let that go and to do inner work for that is you have to look at that situation in a loving manner. Love. Guys, I, 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 you've heard it before. Love is all you need. And it's not just that physical part of love. It's literally looking at that person when they tell you, your business sucks. You'll never do anything. This is horrible. I can't believe that. 
And you have to literally take that. You can feel that anger at first because it's okay. It's natural. It's human yeah. nature. Feel the feels. Feel, feel the it. Feel. feel it. But at the same time, sit back and tell yourself, is this true? Does my business really suck? Well, sure in the hell can't suck. If I'm helping people release emotions, people get their lives back, turn their way of feeling and thinking and know that there's more to life. Mm-hmm. There's more to life. I'm happy. They're happy. They're giving you compliments, sending you text messages. Like I have never felt like this in years. Whatever you're doing, thank you for your help. Thank you for your love. You clearly can't be that bad and that terrible. Mm-hmm. If that's the compliments and that's the things you're getting, you're giving people life, their life back. So that's the facts, right? Mm-hmm. That is the facts. Your business does not suck. So what's the real facts is these people have insecurities of their own. They're not happy with themselves. So what you need to do is instead of being angry with them, instead of being mad at them, upset with who they are, you need to give them love and light. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to give them the love and give them compassion and say, you know what? You have the right to your opinion. And I'm, I'm grateful that you're able to say that to me. I respect you, but you know, I also love you. And so... I'm going to allow you to say it, but I'm not going to allow you to affect me. Yeah. And I would like to add for anyone listening or watching that maybe like, all right, like love and light, like love and light, whatever. If you ask, like if you set the intention, how can I see this through the lens of love? How can I see this? I'm telling you guys, and you're just open. It will happen. Like um, I, I'm thinking back to a time, a couple, like, I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago, I got cut off from a, a bus, a yellow school bus cut me off. And at first I reacted. I was like, <gasps> and I was like, are you effing kidding me? It's a school bus. Like kids are in there. And then I'm like, okay, how can I see this through love? And I just said that out loud. And what came through flooding in as thoughts was, okay, there's no kids on the school bus right now. What if she's gotten written up and she's like running, like not running, like driving really fast to get to the school because her job's at risk. And then what if she, and all this started coming through me and I'm like, oh my God, yeah, just send love light to her way. And I, I truly believe it's only because I set the intention. How can I see this through love? And it was open. So powerful. Well, and, and so, you know, Kelly, it's so amazing. And, and right now, if this happens to you, do you even have to set the intention? And do you have to um, think that way? Or does it just naturally come now? It naturally comes, but I will catch myself sometimes when I'm with other people, I'll be like, oh, that person. And I'm like, love and light, love and light. And then I like laugh about it. Like, because but. you're, and, and the reason why you're with the other people and you're getting that is because you're, you're taking their vibration, oh. you're grabbing onto their vibration. And so because they're at a lower vibration, they're taking from you. Have you, uh, that makes sense, babe. That it makes does. Sense. And so you have the power with those vibrations to say, I'm going to continue to do what they do or Ooh, I've got this vibration back. Love and light, love and light, love and light. <laughs> so that's exactly, I mean, I find myself doing the same thing, like talking about something like, Ooh, no, not happening. Let's go, Sarah. Get back. Get back on track. And it's the, it's the vibration. And mm-hmm. so that's where you, you go when we talked about earlier. You were feeling the way that you were when you started your business and you were telling your parents or whoever it was. And you started setting those boundaries mm-hmm. because they were pulling from Kelly. They were pulling these vibrations from you, bringing you down, making you feel like crap. And then you get to the people who support you and love you and know y'all are on similar vibrations. And so y'all have that same, the same thought process, the same vibrations. And so you feel happy and uplifting with them. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you have to recognize is if you're around negative people or you're around people who are not in that same mindset and so you have to think the same way and do the same thing. No, but if you're not coming from that true loving intention then you're on different frequencies. Mm-hmm, and those mm-hmm. frequencies always pull from higher. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Until yeah. you recognize that and you can pull yourself back. Mm-hmm. So powerful. So just recap everyone listening. It's when you get, when you feel emotion, feel the feels, honor your energy, feel to heal, like yeah. powerful. Don't unpack there though. Don't live there. Then look within, identify like, is this even true? Like really explore it with curiosity and then lean on love, lean through the lens of love and compassion and blah, blah, blah. So let's say that doesn't work, right? Or like past traumas or whatever. Now, how can we use like emotion code to release these trapped emotions? Oh no, actually I lied. Can you share with us some testimonials and then we'll go into more detail of the emotion code? Yeah. So we'll go personal. We'll do personal. So I've been tapping into my own. um, And again, as a healer, I want to heal everybody else first. And I'm like, "Mm -mm, Sarah, work. And I keep hearing this voice, work, 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 work. Um, So of course, I did a little bit of inner, um, there, there's called a heart wall when you do this. And so if you ever heard, we'll talk about the heart wall right now. So if you ever do um, heard the, the saying, she's so hard, she's so tough, like she's been hurt so many times, she's actually built um, a wall around herself. Like she's built this brick wall and nobody can get in. She's so hard. Um, well, that's true. You've been hurt so many times. You've had these so many affected emotions, negative emotions that you literally build this wall around your heart that is not allowing negative things into you. So you just block them. So it's like, "Mm, you're going to come in. Nope, I'm not going to deal with you. I don't want to give back up. But that emotion's still there. Mm -hmm. That emotion, that hurt is still there. And so you have to release it. And so releasing my heart wall was really hard. Um, Some emotions came up. I was um, emotional. Um, it was, it was, it answered a lot of answers and questions. And so once I did this, I've always had this sense of anxiety. Um, and, and, and it started in college out of nowhere. I'm like, where did this anxiety come from? Mm-hmm. And so I started again, doing some work, doing things and it still happened. Once I fully release my heart wall, it's gone. Like wow. there's no heaviness. There's no, you know, when I get nervous, no heart palpitation. It's like, girl, you're nervous. It's okay. Get over it. It happens. Feel free. And so it's like this really cool sensation of just being light. And like, I, I literally one day, like, I'm like, hmm, what's going on? Like that feeling's not there anymore. Like somebody's not wow. sitting on my chest. And I literally, I would wake up some days and I'm like, I feel like somebody's sitting on my chest right now. And I have wow. nothing to do. So I would take my breathing. So that's been really cool for me. Another thing is um, after releasing emotions and releasing heart wall, um, after having my son, I contributed to having babies. Um, I had really bad but lower back pain, really bad. Uh, after my daughter, who will be two in November, um, I couldn't even get up off the couch without being hunched over holding my legs. Um, and I'm a very, I, again, I'm, I'm physical. I love to exercise. I love to do these things. So I turned to exercise to help me heal, physical therapy, turned to, to the body, mm-hmm. healed the body, realigned myself, did everything. Um, but still, I'd still wake up and I'm like, oh, this nagging back pain. What the heck? Um, it wasn't until about two weeks ago. It's been two weeks. I have not woken up with back pain. Wow. On. Well, do you remember what emotion was trapped there by any chance or no? Tons. <laughs> oh, okay. There was so it could be more than one emotion. Yeah. Yeah. So there's, I mean, so I've been doing work on my brother. My brother has a really bad um, back. I've been doing work and we've released 11 and he's still not done. Wow. It's wow, wow. barely, he went from like over like a 10 out of 10 scale. He went over a 10 pain to a seven. Um, but he's still not, I mean, we're still not there. Like it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so 
yeah, there can be tons of trapped emotion depending on what, how you feel and how you absorb them and how you deal with emotions. If you don't deal with emotions at all, he got some baggage to release. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And can you share, because I was fascinated by this, the whole, how it could be inherited, how yeah, you end up yeah. healing more than one person. Can you share with the listeners? Absolutely. So you know, you, this is the greatest thing about it is, and, and everything comes from old wives tale and old, old, you know, sayings, um, history repeats itself. You know, you hear those stories of history repeats itself. You're just like your dad. You're just like your grandfather. And you're like, what? And we all go to like genes and hereditary. And it is part of that. But a lot of the, the bad things and the, the self-absorbing things, uh, the self-limiting things, um, and I say bad, but they're just not great. So bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just such a horrible word. It's empowering. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so, um, these can go from, you know, generations of generations and, you know, releasing them from, from patients, releasing them from myself, they make sense. Um, you know, again, past history of myself, I mean, you can absorb these emotions in the womb. So if your mom or your dad is going through a really emotional time, when you're in the womb and you know they absorb these emotions, you're in that belly. You're in there. You're connected to them. So because you're connected, then you absorb that as well. Wow. Um, and so you can again, your father. For those, it, it all goes to that energy, that vibration system. If your dad is so connected and you feel that vibration with him, um, you know he has an emotion either at the time or that he has inherited and he portrays then you can connect that to him and you can absorb that as well. Mm-hmm. And this can go back for generations. I, I think we did it. How many generations did it go back? Five? Yeah, Three, four, five? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It went, yeah, it went totally back. But what I found yeah. so fascinating was because everyone, um, everyone listening, Sarah worked on my heart wall and it was all inherited, all inherited emotions. But what I loved was that Literally, we had our session three o'clock my time, mm-hmm. and by and by six p.m., my sister felt yeah. a complete shift, and mm-hmm. she felt so much lighter, especially in the area of relationships. That when I talked to her the next day, and I was telling her about you and the heart wall, and how I'm heal, how you were able to help me heal her as well, because we're all connected because they were inherited. And she's like, Kelly, what time was that? And then she was explaining to me how she felt so different from it. Yeah. So just like Kelly said, I didn't dive into that. Um, So once we heal and release that emotion that is inherited, wherever that inheritance came from or inheritance came from, whether it was your mom, your grandmother, your great grandmother, your grandfather, your great, great grandfather, like whatever it was, they, um, they received that healing as well. And what's really cool, I really would love to do um, a healing with someone that can see spirits because they're saying um, a lot of testimony, a lot of people when um, Dr. Bradley has done this on stage or you know other people have done this, there are people who can see spirits and see the other side. Um, and they said, as soon as you called on you know spirit guides and love, there's been a full stage of people around him. And you can see one by one, once they release those emotions, they go. And they're wow. around these people and they're around because they're waiting for that healing. They're waiting for that to be. And so what happens is if you heal it now, they won't take it into the next life. Wow. So they won't take that and pass that on. So, and the, you know, one of the coolest things and craziest things was um, one of the emotion code healers actually inherited, not inherited, it was his own emotion, but it was before he was even created. It was before he even was in the womb. Mm-hmm. Um, and so before conception to say, 
Um, and it was, it was an emotion between him and God and it was an emotion of abandonment. And he felt wow. that he was being abandoned and, you know, it was really cool to hear his story. Um, and he said, you know, this, this emotion was made and put in me so I could see this and be this and be the emotion code healer that I am. Wow. Um, and he says, and it makes so much sense because this emotion has made so many turns and twists in my life that led me to this path. Wow. Um, so wow. it's really cool, really cool um, that some of these emotions can affect our lives, whether it's a good or bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but being aware of them and releasing them can make so much, so much difference in our life. But if we're not aware, we can also see the turmoil that it can create. And, and we're like, this isn't even mine. Like, where did this come from? Why is this causing me so much relationship problems? Why is this coming so much financial problems, back pain, heartache? Where is this coming from? Mm-hmm. Um, and for you, for instance, you've done so much inner healing work. You've healed almost everything, but that heart wall you couldn't get to because it wasn't yours. Yeah, that was so powerful, babe. So powerful. Um, so would you be open to like doing one demonstration? For yeah, us? absolutely. Absolutely. Do you want me to um, do me or do you? Um, well, I would love for you to do me, but no pressure. Okay. So funny. Ready? Here we go. Um, I just got a message from one of my clients that I worked with today. Uh This is so divine timing, right? And she said, um, since you left and we released pain, like released emotions, she's like, I am having this crazy, crazy sensation in my neck. We haven't done anything. We didn't do anything. We just released pain. I mean, we just released emotions from her. We also release emotions from her kids. So this pain and like, this is, this is why it, it came up. This, these emotions, and once you release these emotions, things can come up. You're, you may not feel like if it's a physical pain or if it's emotional pain or if it's something, you may not feel instantaneous release. You may not feel that complete change right then and there. It may be days, it may be hours, it may be weeks that transformation is going and it's coming and the vibrations are getting back and everything's getting released and your body needs to get used to where its alignment is. Mm -hmm. And so for her, this pain may be something that either because we've released one emotion, another one's coming up. Mm -hmm. So we've, we've, we're kind of setting things, um, or it could be just her body kind of adjust. She may have had some pain shift into something in her neck that she constantly felt her entire life and she just lived with it. And now she's having this sensation of pain saying, hey, something's there. So be aware that emotions may come up. You may find yourself really emotional. You may find situations that are really emotional for you come up. Um, there may be a lot of things that, that you're just like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you may feel, you're going to feel light at first, maybe like she did, and then have, have these things. So be aware of that. That is yeah. something that is really, really powerful and really cool to, to think about as well. Mm-hmm. I know for me personally, it helped me tremendously. Like I was, I've been doing the detox, which I've shared with you. And I've been doing a lot of inner work, child work, like shadow work, all this stuff, but I haven't been feeling creative in my business at all. Like we launched two retreats that was going great. We sold out. Awesome. But it was, there was such a like pause. Like there was, it, my, my business felt so stagnant. No ideas were coming through. Like I, I just wasn't taking action. And then since our session, which we had two back-to-back sessions, which I'm so grateful for, shout out to the universe for 
aligning it and for you being a divine intervention and a vessel. But since our session, I had, I got inspired to offer this masterclass. I had um, uh, two speaking engagements that came through um, clients, like it definitely started opening up um, that momentum and just me feeling it's more at peace. And I'm mm-hmm. so grateful for you, Sarah, because I know it's the combination of all of this, the energy yeah. code, the shadow work, the inner work, the all of this. It's so amazing. Or oh, emotion code, I'm sorry. Um, but that's why I wanted you on the podcast because I want everyone to hear about emotion code because I didn't know about it until you. It's awesome. It really has been so awesome. I, you know, and like another testimony um, real quick, my son last night um, has had um, night terrors. And if you've ever experienced night terrors with kids, it's horrible. He had the worst night terror I've ever seen him have so bad. Like to the point I was like, and we may need to take him to the hospital because I thought he was having a seizure. Wow. And so I, I finally was like, he looked at myself, I was like, give me a magnet. And he's like, what? Give me a magnet. I released three emotions from him and he fell asleep. Wow. He fell asleep. Wow. He and he was so distraught. And 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 night terrors again, they're not awake. So you can't talk to them, you can't wake them up. They they don't make sense. Um, and so there is nothing I can say like, what's wrong? Are you having a bad dream? Something. It's just completely, their, their brain wow. just goes way too crazy. Um, and he had three mapped, trapped emotions. And it was, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, really cool. Wow. Okay. So I feel like everyone listening is going to be, is like, okay, but what is this emotion code? Like, like I want, yeah, yeah like, absolutely. So, Let's give it to them. Okay. So this is what I, um, explored earlier today. Cause today is the full moon and I've been doing a lot of full moon. Well, this morning I had like a full moon, like little journal sesh. And what came through, and now I'm asking questions like you, girl. So what came through was, um, because I'm like, why am I not putting more, like, for example, I had a speaking engagement and I'm supposed to, um, they emailed me and I'm supposed to give them all my information. That came yesterday. I still have not responded. So I'm like, consciously, I want my business, uh, my speaking to expand, obviously. But then like subconsciously I'm, pro- I'm procrastinating and consciously I'm not. So I was journaling on it and I'm like, what's coming up? And it was a fear of not being liked. Right. So okay. I, I explored that further and I was like, okay, is it a fear of not being good enough to be liked? And I heard no. And then I was just like, is this from this current lifetime? And I heard no. And then I was like, from past life, I heard yes. I'm like, can we heal it? I heard yes. And then I'm like, you Let's know what? This seems, I was like, this seems very Sarah related. Let's do <laughs> it. Let's do it. So can I'm going to push it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Let me push you back a little bit so you may not see my face. Okay. And then but, if you can just try to like ex- paint the picture for our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So you can do either um, in person. So you can, I can test Kelly, um, but energy, the way that energy works, it has no time. It has no space. It, it just, it flows. So you can, I can tap into Kelly's subconscious again with her permission. Um, and we can test her through that. So I'm going to tap into her subconscious. We're going to ask a question. We're going to make sure we're, te- we're, we're Kelly, not Sarah. And I'll show you that. Um, and then, you know, you can do it the same thing. I'll show you negative. What our subconscious does is it doesn't lie. It doesn't do negative. It does positive only. Our ego is what does the negative, right? Mm-hmm. And so our subconscious level tells us, um, yes, our ego says no. So when I say those words, you're going to see a hard test. So it's going to be like here. If I say like a, a no, you're going to see kind of like a fall. And it may not be dramatic, but it's going to be, you're going to see it. Um, and so we're so going to do that. Your arm goes lower for everyone yeah, listening. So you're going to, you're going to watch my hand. And so what you're going to do is we'll start off and I'll show you just so you can see. So we're going to start off and say, Kelly, is it okay if I tap into your subconscious and we release this emotion? Yes, of course. Okay. So my name is Kelly. My name is Sarah. Right. Okay. 
So, so we now know that we're connected. Yeah. So everyone listening, when you said your name is Kelly, her arm did not move. And when she said her name was Sarah, her arm moved. Right. Okay. Go on. So then we're going to say, again, we're going to see, make sure we're going to say yes. We're going to say no. Right. And so many people are like, oh, you're doing that guys. I'm not doing this. Like this is just, it's manual muscle testing. And, and once you learn manual muscle testing, you're like, holy, cold, holy cannoli. So <laughs> we're Kelly. So now we're going to ask him, what do you want to know, Cal? So what, we- it, what came through is fear of not being liked in regards to my speaking. And supposedly I inherited, but I, I don't, I'm not really sure. So I'm not sure how that would be asked. Okay. So we're going to ask, is there an emotion that is causing Kelly to have fear for her speaking events? Is there an emotion that is trapped that is causing Kelly to have fear um, of expanding her speaking um, career? Okay. So then we go through, there's a code, there's a chart. So we've now realized that Kelly has an emotion that is stuck. It's trapped. That's causing this fear. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're going to go in and there's two columns and we don't, Kelly does not need to see this. Your subconscious sees everything. Everything is energy. We absorb energy. So her subconscious already knows what's on here. There are two columns and there's six rows. Each of them have five um, emotions on them. So then we go in and we ask and we eliminate these. We don't go through every emotion. We eliminate them by saying code in column A or column B. So now we know that Kylie has an emotion that's ready to be released. Is this emotion in column A? Is this emotion in column B? So we know it's now in column A because we got that hard yes. We got that stop. Yes. And the hard yes for everyone listening is when Sarah's arm does not move. That's a strong yes. Okay, go on. So now we're going to eliminate some more, but we're asking if it's even or odd numbers. So we're going to say, is this emotion in even rows? No. Is this emotion in odd rows? Yes. So we know, and we ask because we really want to make sure it's there. We really want to make sure there wasn't like a test and it was kind of like fluke or something like that. So we ask negative and positive, even if, or negative, positive, negative and um, even and odd. <laughs> Sorry. Cool. Just to kind of see, right? So we now have decided that it is in column A and it's odd rows. So we're now going to go through the odd. So we're going to say, is this emotion in row one? Is this emotion in row three? Is this emotion in row five? So is this emotion in row one? We've got that hard yes twice. Mm-hmm. So now we go through the emotions. So I'm curious to see if it is yours or if it's not yours. So we're going to go. Is this emotion, <clears throat> is this a trapped emotion abandonment? Is this trapped emotion betrayal? Is this trapped emotion forlorn? Is this trapped emotion lost? Is this trapped emotion love unreceived? This trapped emotion lost. So we've recognized that this trapped emotion is lost, a sense of loss. So now we go in and we ask questions and we can ask, and I can ask right now, is this emotion ready to be released? And it's going to probably tell me no. Is this emotion really ready to be released? No, because it's <laughs> more stuff to know, right? We need to deal with it and pick up. And sometimes we can kind of go deep. Sometimes it'll kind of not go. Um, so for example, today I had a client, we did, we really stuff from her daughter cause she's been having really sleep problems and, and things like that. And so, um, when I was like, okay, we've got enough answers because this is inherited from her dad, which was her ex-husband. Um, and, and it's ready to be released. I was like, is this ready to be released? I was like, no, it's like, we don't need to know anymore. And the thing that came through was that it was like almost an apology to my client. Like, this isn't his, excuse me, this isn't his, this is inherited to him. This is not his fault kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So that's what it needed to know. Like we needed to know that it was inherited from him. 
or by that awareness, that clarity and first Mm -hmm. in order to release it. Right. That makes sense. And it was crazy because it wasn't hers. It was her kids, Mm -hmm. but her subconscious needed to know that. So it was really cool. So, so now we're going to go into and see, normally we kind of half your age to see where this is. So we're going to go to 15 because you're 30. We're going to give you that. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm aging you. (laughs) Whatever. Um, was this trapped emotion before the age of 15? So no. Interesting. Was this trapped emotion after the age of 15? Yes. Mm-hmm. Was this trapped emotion between the age of 15 and 20? No. Was this trapped emotion at 15? Was this trapped emotion... Is this trapped emotion Kelly's? <laughs> it's not. Is this trapped emotion... Um, in the womb. Is this trapped emotion inherited by her mother? Is this trapped emotion inherited by her father? Did her father inherit this emotion? So it's coming from your dad. Hmm. A sensation of loss. Do you want to d- dive deeper or you're good? Um, we can dive <clears throat> deeper. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Did this trapped emotion... Or do, we, do we need to dive deeper? Well, let's see. Is this trapped okay. emotion ready to be released? See, the divine's trying to show us. Okay, so is this trapped emotion um, before... Let's go. Is this trapped emotion before the age of 20? This trapped emotion after the age of 20? Was this trapped emotion created um, as a sense of trying to to find his family, to to figure out where they need to be, who they need to be? Does this trapped emotion have to do with finances? Does this trapped emotion have to do with being secure and, and finding who they are and, and feeling of being the man? Is this wow. trapped emotion of having some sense of like, um, of loss, of, of, of not knowing of where, where, where life's going to be and where life's going to go? Is this trapped emotion between the age of 20 and 30? Between 30 and 40? <clears throat> Is this trapped emotion 19? 19 and 20? Wow. 2021. So, so that prime, t- the prime age of, of like 19 and usually you can give or take a few years. Um, and, and you can all, we can all kind of relate to that is you don't know where, who you're going to go, what you're going to do. When did your mom and dad get married? Yeah. Are you ready for this? This makes so much sense. Cause my parents got married when they were 20, but they were together since they were like 14. So that was 20 and then 23, they had my sister. So that was the time where they were getting married. They're trying to build a family, going to college, still like trying to figure it out. So it makes a lot of sense why he would feel lost. But it's so interesting how this is connected to my speaking. Like, it's just so interesting to me. But go on. Yeah, because at that point, you don't know. And and I'm curious to see if it's stuck in your throat chakra. Mm, Interesting. Um, I'm getting to know, but we'll see. Is this trapped emotion stuck in Callie's throat chakra? <laughs> My head said no, but this, your subconscious said yes. That makes sense. So, so it makes sense. So is this, is this emotion ready to be released? Yes. So now what I do, because I am Kelly, so to speak, we have um, our energy is through our meridian, which is, goes through our spinal cord. So normally if I was in, in front of Kelly, I would get behind her and from the t- tip of her spine all the way to the, the base of it, I would rub a magnet because the magnet is to desensitize and to release that energy. And so if you're a healer, if you're a Reiki healer, you can use your hands because we can heal through our hands. And you don't even have to be a Reiki healer. You just have to be able to send the love and the pure intention. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but magnets are, are, are the way to go and, and good to, because a lot of people just can't tap into that. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do, since I am um, by proxy uh, Kelly, I'm going to now rub it because I can't reach my spine. I'm going to rub it from the base of my fore, so the tip of my nose all the way to the back of my spine. So because this is inherited, I'm going to release it 10 times, 10 um, through. Normally it's eight. I like to go 10 just to get that extra go. <laughs> okay. So that's one, two. So cool. Okay. So 10. So now we're going to ask if that motion has been released. Has that emotion of loss been released from Kelly? Has that emotion of loss been released from her father? So that has been released and lost. I pointed to my chest because as soon as I got to like three or four, I felt this like heart palping, like poof. Wow. Did you feel anything? No. Oh my God. No. Cause I was just so like, this is so good in my head. I'm like, I'm loving this. And I was just like watching you and I'm like, should I speak? Should I tell the listeners what's going on? Should I tell them to watch on YouTube? I don't know. But Girl, that was so amazing. Thank you so much. And it confirms for me that it was inherited. Um, Even though I thought it was a fear of not being liked, it's not. It's lost, which was very interesting. But so, girl... Where so because it's because it's not yours, and, and this is this is a really cool thing. Because it's not yours, you can feel these different sensations of feeling like you're not liked or you're not this, and you're like, why do I feel like that? Mm-hmm. Because it's not yours. It's not your emotion. Mm-hmm. There's something that's distorted in there, causing you to have this. And again, it lodged in your throat chakra. Mm, that makes so much sense. And, and so because it again, it can go any part of our body, and and that's really really cool part. So powerful. Thank you so much for doing that, girl, for doing a demonstration. I so appreciate you. And where can everyone connect with you and find you and work with you? Yeah. So uh, Facebook is just Sarah Larson. And then Instagram, Sarah G. Larson. Um, I have a website, www.wakeupwithsarah.com. So you can reach me on any of those. Message me, sign up for a free uh, discovery call, anything. I'd love to work you guys. Yeah. And everything's in the show notes. Sarah, thank you so much. Seriously, you were such a divine intervention for me in every single way. And like, you're such a vessel for spirit. And in our first session, I was just blown away. I'm like, yo girl, you're psychic AF. You're so connected. It's so beautiful to witness. I totally see us collaborating in the future. Like I'm excited. I'm grateful for you. And I'm so thankful for now. The whole Empowered You community can now connect with you because you are such a rock star and I'm so like, you're amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you. No, thank you. And I hope you all enjoy. I, this has been such a such a powerful gift for me. And again, Kelly, it, I, I know your testimony of this is so powerful and it's amazing. So yeah, I hope yes, you yes, yes. it. Awesome. So everyone, Sunshines, I love you guys so much. We're sending you so much love, light, and positive vibes. And I will see you guys next time. Bye.